thank you for joining me here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. I am the host with the most better than butter on toast. Thank you for joining me here this evening. Um, it is 8.49 p.m. November 2nd. I know I've been meaning to drop this here. This episode has been getting away from me here. Um, I was supposed to drop this on the 30th. I was supposed to drop this on the 31st. The 1st. Y'all thought I was slipping. Y'all thought I wasn't going to drop it. I know. I know. It's okay. I have priors. All right. Um, but here we are. I wanted to keep my word and make sure that we uh, wrapped up the month correctly and started the month out, you know, strong. Um, first of all, before I even get started, I want to thank you guys, who everybody who's been listening and been giving me feedback on the episodes because um, that truly means the world to me. Um, and I'm glad you guys are listening and you guys are benefiting from my fucking crazy ass mind and what I got to say. So I truly thank you for that. Um, so the podcast, because I play music and literally because I play music, I can't really advertise on here and I really don't do any kind of um, video um, form of the podcast yet. So there's no revenue really generated other than the full circle merch that we drop. So if you guys do want to support the podcast and, you know, just help us keep this going and, you know, we do buy new equipment, new microphones, new headphones, new XLR cables, uh, new interfaces, new laptops, everything. You know what I mean? That's what makes this happen for us. And um, if you do want to support us, the best way to do that is to visit fullcircleco.shop. It's F-U-L-L-C-I-R-C-L-E-C-O dot S-H-O-P. Very easy. Um... I'm not begging you guys to go buy anything, but if you guys do want to lend a hand and support us, that's the best way to do it. So we truly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to drop this this evening and you guys will be hearing this in the morning as well. Um, so if you guys visit the Full Circle Mentality page and the Full Circle Company page, um, you're going to see the link tomorrow in our stories to visit the website if you guys want to go ahead and support. Also, if you guys haven't yet, check out AP Performance Sports. That's AP performance sports that is uh the website built by um, our good friend here the podcast uh, co-originator um angel and he's doing his uh he's doing his doing his work right as a light worker spreading his knowledge the best way that he can he's a worker and he wants everybody to be in the best physical spiritual emotional shape that you can be in so tap in with him if you guys haven't please do so um he'll get you right he really will um but yeah, we're going to dive into this podcast and we're going to get it going. I have a lot to talk about. Hopefully I don't miss anything like I did a couple weeks ago. Um, but this is episode 26 of the Solo Dolo podcast. So it's, you know, 26 episodes of me just fucking sitting down and kind of um, giving you my unfiltered consciousness. You know, just kind of what I have to say. I do have notes that I go off of, so it's easier for me to riff and stay on point now. Um, month in review, Sober Ock. October, right so um what was i at i had some notes here for a second i don't think i wrote them the way i wanted to though i was supposed to have like whatever um so you know sober october that was a big thing for me i stayed away from marijuana and alcohol and any other drug alcohol wasn't very hard to stay away from to be completely honest with you the only time it really got hard for me was um, when we were at the, what is it called? Golden Sky Festival, the country festival, when we were waiting in line and I was dry knuckling over here, uh, fiending for a drink. And that was literally the only time where it was it was tough for me. Um, other than that, it's been pretty easy. 
Um, smoking was probably the hardest thing for me. Um, just because I've been an avid smoker since I was probably too young to start smoking. So the first week was hard as shit. Like the first three days were the worst of it. Um, people around me can see the irritation and the agitation that it caused me. Um, I couldn't sleep until about week three. Um, the beginning of week three, I finally started getting some sleep. The dreams that I had were very vivid. And initially when I started dreaming, it was very nerve wracking. There were dreams of me, you know, getting shot. Dreams of me being chased with people with knives. Scary dreams. Dreams where I was like, <gasps> woke up. <laughs> you know, woke up in a, <laughs> in a panic. You know, I don't know what that has to do with um, smoking weed or anything, but that's just what I experienced. Um, things did get easier for me as the month went on. My emotions were coming back, if that makes any sense. My speech um, is clearer. Not perfect, but it's definitely clearer. I'm not searching for words as much as I used to. Um, I used to like have to like look into space. I would look into the spaces into the galaxies and like I'd forget words when I'm talking to customers. I would be telling a story to my family members and I would lose my train of thought. Like, what am I talking about? What? 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 Um, so that's becoming a lot easier and I'm just a little more fluid when I'm on the mic. I'm a lot more creative, which is beautiful. Um, it, my creativity has been higher than it's ever been. And I used to think that weed would spark that creativity in my brain, but it's, been what it but like now i'm reflecting and it was actually the complete opposite it kind of numbed my train of thought it numbed the way i spoke and it kind of made me really insecure about being on the microphone um you know this is already an odd thing to do um you know speaking into a microphone having this reach the masses and i'd get really caught up into it i'd, get, I'd feel imposter syndrome a lot more than i i should have um, and I let that kind of eat away at, eat away at me during episodes, and I let that take over me, right? Um, I honestly think I was abusing it instead of treating it as a medicine because I do really think that marijuana does have healing properties and it can help. Um, and I've always stood by that. But when you abuse anything, it becomes obsolete, and the kind of magic that lies within isn't there anymore. Right. I truly believe in plant medicine. Right. So anything that comes from the earth or anything that can honestly give you a psychedelic experience. Um, and that's just my opinion and how I feel about certain drugs. I don't demonize drugs. One thing I will say, though, is alcohol. Man, alcohol is crazy. I was having a conversation with a family member and they were like, you ever think about like when you drink alcohol, man, you're just pouring literally poison into your body onto your organs right it's going down your esophagus it's going down your gullet the old gullet it's going down your throat and just burning everything going into your stomach and just burning holes through it like people get ulcers from drinking right so i definitely definitely think i'm going to pause the drinking for a very long time um as long as I can. And I don't see why I, I would want to drink again. Um, you know, unless it's like with family and stuff like that. But even then right now, like I don't want to start 
drinking for any reason. Like, there's nothing that's really pressing me to do that or want to tr- have a drink at all. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. And I'm not trying to be above anybody at all. If you drink, fuck, go for it. I don't care. Like, we all live our lives. We all de-stress a certain way. But I'm telling you, um, I'm totally a different person when I when I get out of hand drinking alcohol. And some people will be like, well, see, I don't get out of hand. You know, okay, I understand that. But what is the benefits of having an alcoholic drink every night of the week to de-stress? Quote, 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 unquote. Right? Or every Friday, right? And then the Friday turns from Friday, Saturday to Sunday. And then you're kind of recovering on Monday. So it's taken away from your overall well-being. Right? You kind of have to start over. Um, Yeah, like I said, alcohol wasn't hard. The only time it was really hard for me was at that... um, Golden Sky Music Festival, that country show. Because, you know, when you got to hear that country music, brother, you just want to crack open a nice Bud Light, tilt your sombrero, get dig your boots in, and just start moving with your old lady. Ain't that right there, brother? Yeah, brother. So I, I um, that's where I was white-knuckling and um, definitely had to take some deep breaths and realize, like, hey, I'm not drinking, so let's stop being upset. And let's try to enjoy the moment. Once I accepted that fact, then everything was a lot easier for me. A lot easier that night. And I had fun. It was two nights in a row. I danced my ass off the first night. The second night, I was tired as all fuck because I had danced my ass off, right? That dance hall, if you guys get a chance to go to that, it's in Sacramento. It's going to be in uh, Sacramento next year as well. If you guys get to go and you guys like country, you guys will have a great time, I assure you. Um, I had a blast. And I didn't have to have a sip of alcohol. I did have a Polish sausage. Hey, now. I had it with uh, all the fixings. I had a relish. I had uh, fucking onions, sautéed onions and peppers and fucking mustard and ketchup. Ketchup like a goddamn Texan. Shout out to goddamn Texas Rangers for winning the goddamn pennant or the championship or whatever you win when you're playing b-ball, baseball, basketball. Yeah, shout out to the Texas Rangers. Um, all right, let's stop making country uh, country accents before I get all the get all of them hardworking blue collar workers on my butt. You know what I'm saying, brother? They're gonna pull up in their pickups and their two by fours. Um, yeah. So yeah, being so <laughs> being sober, my execution has been on point. Um, I have got behind releasing this episode, not because I was higher for God or because I pushed it off because I was just being lazy and I didn't want to fulfill what I needed to fulfill. You know, life comes up and it's been pretty busy for me these past couple weeks. Um, so I'm, I'm here now and we're getting it done. And I'm going to drop another episode next week for you guys until the end of the year. And that's my promise to y'all. Because y'all been rocking with me this October so hard. And I know I've been sporadic the whole year. But we're ending this fourth quarter strong. And um, I appreciate y'all. I, I do from the bottom of my heart. You guys motivate me to be a better person as well. When I do get the feedback. And I know somebody's listening. You know, It shows me here on my um, on the uh, website that I use to um, release the podcast. Right, It shows me that people are listening. And whether it's one, two, or a thousand um, I really appreciate it. And if it's only one person, I'm going to keep doing it because you're tapped in. You're the, you got the full circle mentality. You want to better your life. You want to hear my crazy fucking rants. And I assure you, I will start to sit down with other people. But, um, this month was definitely a month of reflection and a month uh, to test myself. Right. 
and I feel like I needed to go about it alone. I might need to go about it alone for the remaining year, and that's cool with me. If you guys cool with you guys, I mean, shit, it is my podcast. <laughs> um, but October sober. Let's not beat a dead horse. It was great for me. I have a lot more clarity. And anybody who wants to partake in uh, November being sober, let's start. Today's day two. I'm on day two. I'm starting over again, right? I, I haven't smoked or anything, but today's day two for me, right? It's not day 33. It's day two. Um, so if you want to participate, let's get it going. I think my new challenge this month is going to be working out every single day. And it's not going to have to be like a physical workout where I'm, you know, pumping iron and I'm fucking squatting and power cleaning and benching and this and the other. One day it might just be a nice little walk outside. Get that cardiovascular system up. Get that health, health, get that heart healthy, you know, get those lungs pumping work, you know. So when you're fucking beating cheeks, you ain't out of breath in the first three minutes. You know what I mean? Jesus. Um, I wrapped up my month with a trip to Vegas, right? And we were there for three nights, I believe. So the first night we were there, um, I visited family, right? So family got together. A lot of us lived in California. We took a, we rented a van, not a Sprinter van, but one of the bigger vans, like the 11 seaters. And we drove, um, to from Sacramento to Salinas to Soledad to Bakersfield and then to Vegas. Night one was pizza, and we kind of were all warming up to each other because I had family coming in from uh, Nebraska and Texas, so we hadn't seen each other in a while. So it was kind of us just kind of warming up to each other, right? Night two was dinner and a show, very classy. Night three was a little bit of art and gambling, right? And then day four was the ride home, which was uh, fucking wonderful. I love sitting in a van for eight plus hours with my family. (laughs) I love it. Um, So, yeah, Las Vegas ended my month. I went with my family. Uh, the four cousins on my mom's side finally got together. We celebrated four birthdays, I believe. Um, we drove up to meet our family from out of state, Nevada and, and Texas, right? The trip up there was about an eight and a half hour drive with stops. Um, the drive up there wasn't too bad. I drove about three to four hours initially. Um, I think I called it quits in the desert. I was like, man, fuck this. I was tired. And then after I stopped and passed the reins off to my uncle... I just crashed out in the back. I just laid down and fucking was wiped out. Um, The first night, we uh, settled in, like I said. We ordered pizza. We ordered from this spot. It was like this Brooklyn-style pizza. Or no, I forget what kind of style it was, but it was squares of pizza, right? There was like these little garlic balls. Fucking chicken wings were off the hook. Fucking fat-ass fucking pizza, dude. We had a fucking feast. We had like three extra larges. Fucking three orders of like. I think we had like 40 wings, or no, we had like one order of 40 wings and then those little garlic knots. Really fire. Didn't work out as much as I wanted to there. I did swim a little bit, but it was fucking freezing, so I didn't do as much as I wanted to. Um, So that's what kind of kicked off the first night. The second night, and uh, the second night, we had dinner at this place called Demonico's. Demonico's? Yeah, Demonico's at the steakhouse. It was in... 
the Venetian. I definitely recommend it. It's very good. Um, I had a steak. I think it was a filet mignon. Filet mignon. Uh, medium, rare, right? Uh, with some sautéed onions. And it had it was cooked like in a wine, right? Like a wine reduction, I believe. The sides that we ordered initially. So I ordered some appetizers, uh, me and my mom. And my mom got these. I think I wrote it down right here. Where the fuck is it? Um... I ordered the shishito peppers. If you guys don't know what shishito peppers, look them up. They're like little green peppers. They're not too spicy. I think like one in three. I said at the niche, so at, sitting down at the table, it's a funny story. I was like, yeah, one in 10 peppers are spicy. And then like someone grabbed the fourth pepper and I was like, all right, yeah, one in four peppers are spicy because that fourth pepper was pretty spicy for them. Um, but it was, um, my mom ordered some prosciutto wrapped dates filled with blue cheese and some glaze over them. God damn, these were magnifique. These were magnificent. These were like an explosion of flavor in your mouth. Like, uh, uh, just fucking all over it, dude. Just mm, like fucking angry and shit. Angry shit. You know what I mean? But it was just, it was great. It was, um, it was really good. I think I ordered like steak fries, which I didn't know were like wedge fries. And I fucking hate wedge fries. So I had like two and gave them to everybody else um i think we had some lobster mac that was pretty fucking fire no it was lobster mac and it was pretty fucking fire um my brother let me try his like fish that he had it was like cooked so perfectly it like melted in my mouth pause um yeah the food was fucking delicious i love a fucking sucker for food like i don't mind wasting money on food like you you won't catch me f- buying too much for myself right i know I have, if you see my Instagram page, yes, I do have hats, but a lot of those are for resale. Um, hit me up if you guys need hats. Um, uh, but like to buy myself some shit, it's been kind of, it's like, I'm not like one to do that, but I'll fucking drop a thousand dollars if I needed to on a meal. Like I'm not like no fucking questions asked. I don't even care. Um, as long as it's worth it. If it's not worth it, then I'm like, uh, maybe that was a mistake. Maybe that was a mistake, Julio. Maybe I don't even want to eat out right now. Maybe I don't even want to go to that restaurant with you. Like, why would I even want to go and eat that good food? Like, somebody, like, took their time to create this perfect masterpiece of a steak for you. And then all these beautiful sides. And you have the audacity to be like, oh, fucking money, money, money. You know? No, yeah. It's, um, if anybody who's ever known a chef or seen someone take pride in their food, you know, at restaurants like that, they're not serving you shit food. Like, it's top notch. It's top of the line. And if you're paying money for it, it's most likely going to be very good. And if it's not, then I honestly would talk to the fucking manager there or something. Because, you know, you, you, you get what you get. You go to fucking Applebee's. You go to Olive Garden. You go to fucking Red Lobster. You go to the Cheesecake Factory. You know, it's all run-of-the-mill shit. If your order's fucking wrong, you know, you really don't have any room to fucking argue. You went to a run-of-the-mill place like like a, like a c place you know but if you're going to a place where they serve nothing but a plus plates right and you're paying like fucking close to 400 for uh, you know a couple plates then then i would bitch and i would i would do it um in the worst way no i'm just kidding i i'm not that mean i'm really not after the uh after the meal we decided to be a little fancy and if you guys have ever seen Knocked Up, right? They take mushrooms and they're in Vegas and they go see this show. 
the show is put on by Cirque, Cirque de Soleil, right? It's probably people pronounce it Cirque de Soleil. Um, so the Cirque, Cirque de Soleil, the way it's written and supposed to be, it's a French play, right? Or a French show. The show that they put on different shows, Cirque du Soleil. So the show that we went to go see was Mystere. And this show was um, by far the best experience I've ever had. The show brought me to fucking tears. Like the creativity of it. Um, the music. There was so much going on. Right. So let me read you a little bit of uh, uh, Cirque, Cirque du Soleil. Um, so Cirque du Soleil is a is a must see it's an original right it, the show combines powerful athleticism high energy acrobatics and inspiring imagery that has become the company's hallmark um so the Cirque du Soleil this the Mystere show is a permanent resident show and is the longest running production to date um Yeah, so Mystere is about the origins of life and the human preoccupation within the universe. The origins of life and the human preoccupation with the universe. I fucking can't even explain it to you guys in words, and I'm trying to. Um, uh, it's held so that it's held in a custom theater. So this theater was built specifically for this show. At Treasure Island Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. The show was performed for the, for the very first time and on December 25th, 1993. Let's go, 93. That's the year I was born. Making it the longest running show to date. Um, the original, the creator of this. Let's see where this was at. Where is that? Where is that? The, the originator is Michelle Crate. It's M-I-C-H-E-L. Space C R E T E, and it has that little triangle over the first E. And this show is actually based out of Montreal, um, and that's where it was originally performed. And the headquarters, when you're auditioning, right, and all these new people when they come in, they actually go to Montreal to like this NASA of Cirque du Soleil. Um, so you have you go and you do like acrobatics. You're on the on the rings. Um, gymnastics you know there's a band that plays there's these two women singing what really got me were the twins right so originally the twins they're like contortionists but they're using their strength to like lift themselves up with their hands and putting themselves on their knee it's fucking ridiculous if you guys have a chance look it up it, it, just type in uh, mystere twins uh, originally it was two men motherfuckers were jacked as fuck um, but when we saw the show there were two women which had me in fucking awe the strength of these women was fucking crazy. Um, yeah, I I can't even... I couldn't even fathom what was going on, like, from the beginning to the end. So the show starts, right? And there's this guy walking around in a tuxedo, and he kind of looks a little odd, right? And I kind of saw... I saw him walking around the casino as well. And he kind of just looked odd, didn't know where he was going, looked a little disheveled, like, you know, just odd. And then once we get to the show, uh, the entrance of the theater, I see, we see him again, right? And we don't even pay no mind to him. And then when we finally sit down, I'm kind of just watching, observing, watching the seats being filled. Then I see him. And then he grabs somebody's tickets. 
And what I don't even realize is the spotlight is still directly on him. So the show is on already. And he takes somebody's tickets and he sits them in the wrong seat. And it's fucking hilarious, right? It, it, he's the comedian of the show. He's like a nice comedic break when uh, they're transitioning from different pieces to pieces. Like from one part of the show to the next part of the show. Again, if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, just type in Cirque du Soleil Mystere on YouTube. And you guys are going to get... It, it's you To even watch it on YouTube doesn't do it justice at all. Like I said, this fucking show brought me to tears. Um, not only did it bring me to tears, it made me throw up. No, it didn't make me throw up. I'm kidding. Um, let's see. So, yeah, twins. So, I guess it's the the segment is called Hand to Hand with the twins. I don't know if it's called twins, but they look exactly alike. And what I really loved about the show, you know, kind of reflecting on it when we were driving home, is how how it altered my mind, how it made me start to think about how I can start affecting, not affecting, or how you can change the feeling of someone, right? Where it brought me to tears just watching the show. It wasn't a movie. It was a show of people. It was people putting on this show, right? Months and days and years of practice to get to this show that's completely done perfectly, right? To a fucking T, day in and day out for these people and for them to have that same performance every night to move people like me and whoever else may feel the same way I do. It's amazing. The creativity of the show, the way it was put together um, from beginning to end, you had acrobats, you had this, um, it's, it's called the red, the rooster, red rooster, red chicken, no, the red, the red bird, the red bird. And the red bird is one of the best gymnast and floor dancers that anyone can find, right? But not only are they great at their craft, they have to have the personality for it as well, right? It's the red bird. Think about a red bird like a fucking rooster, right? They have this energy, this wit about them, the way they're just moving their whole body, the contorting their body, running across the stage, doing what they do. Type in Mystere Red Bird, and it gives you actually the breakdown of how the new red bird was casted and how the old one, how the old, um, the person retired and how they found the new one. It's really great. It's worth the watch. But to get to my point, right, is it just challenged my creativity. Like, it challenged me. I started thinking about different ways I can level up my creativity as opposed to just coming to you guys through a microphone. Right. What kind of visuals am I going to be able to create for you guys? What kind of storyline am I going to be able to create for you guys to be able to move you guys to be able to get my message across to the world without being like, well, yeah, I'm sober for a month and you guys got to do it, too, because it's better. And then I'm going to work out for a month and then you guys are going to do it, too, because it's better. You know, I want something that you guys can see and and feel right in like your heart of hearts. And that's what I got out of that show. And it let me know that that is capable of a human, of humans. People are able to do that. And it just, um, it excited me to be able to come back and sit down and record this podcast. I started writing a whole bunch of notes on ideas of of future drops for merch. But it's not just going to be merch, right? It's going to be a lot more, a lot more, I promise you guys. Um, And we're going to... We'll we'll get there. You guys will see it. You guys are going to see the new evolution of the podcast and the Full Circle Company, right, as a whole. 
And I'm excited for everybody to take part in it as well. Uh, yeah, so we uh, had dinner and literally a movie, the theater. Um, the final night there, we were there um, in the during the day. We kind of just chilled because that night we didn't get. We went out to the strip after um, uh, the show, Mister. We were walking around here and there, and uh, we were ended up in Caesar's Casino, Caesar's Palace for a while, and then we went to Paris, I think. Anyway. That night was a late night. We didn't end up getting home until about and going to bed till about three, three thirty, four. Um, so the next day we kind of just chilled during the day. We made breakfast um, every single morning. Um, shout out my girlfriend because she was just off the hook. She made chilaquiles. She made fucking beans for um, everybody. Um, what else did we have? We had burritos for the way home. So, you know, we got down in the morning. We did our part, which is really nice to be able to do for the family. You know, I wanted to be able to do that. And with her help, we were able to feed everybody, which was which was great. I love that. You know, food is my love language. Um, the So we chilled. Um, and then that night or like six o'clock, we ended up going to Area 15. And Area 15 is kind of a play on Area 51. It's very very cool like it's like there's different areas you can go into there's outside bars inside there's a bar too has like the tree of life in the middle um a big walking gold skull when you walk in you guys can see that on my instagram page don julio underscore 52 um and kind of take a look at the pics that i posted but the main reason i really wanted to go was to go into omega mart it's an exhibit put together by meow wolf an artist um it was such a wild experience. The detail put into this, it's like an immersive interact and display di- display of art um, is something I have never seen before. So Omega Mart is a, is a, is a, is a market, right? So you, you, you know, you pay a ticket to get in and you kind of walk around and you, when I first like looked at it last time I went, me and my brother went last time um, or no, I went last time um, with Gabby and, um, um, some other family, family and friends as well, but we didn't go in, right? Because we looked, looked at the cost of the ticket; it was like sixty-four bucks. And we looked at it; was like a convenience store, and I was like, "What the fuck? I don't get it." But this time, my brother went. My brother was really urging me to go—not urging me, but I wanted to go with him, if anybody, right? Um, so when we went in, we know there's have all these off-the-wall products like a tattooed chicken and this crazy uh, toothpaste, and it's literally a convenient. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a market. And it has all these crazy products. You'd have to look it up. Look up Omega Mart and you'll kind of just see some of the pictures there. And the detail put into this was just wild, right? So I'm just thinking it's this fucking Mart. Like literally, I have no idea what it is. And then I think I see like some of the, there's a room that has um, Alex Gray's artwork in it. And it's like on slides, but it's, the room's fucking nuts. It looks like it's, the room's like 20 feet, but really it's like a six 12 by 12 maybe but to get there right so when we first got there we opened up this um door to the uh, to like the where the cold drinks were at right so we opened up the door right like you were in a regular liquor store and then it's a walkway and we're like what the fuck so we all walk in we all do our thing and we're like oh this is fucking cool which brings us to the back and the back of the omega mart it's like a whole different world Right. And the detail put into this is just wild in itself. So we were looking in different rooms and just looking at the awe of everything. Like, what the fuck are we looking at? Again, look at pictures online to get a better 
idea of kind of what I'm talking about. So there's this room, right? And it's like this girl's room, right? So this this is a whole different world with people. And it tells a story about this girl who, like, there's a notebook there. Like, it's, it looks like somebody lives there, right? And it has all these pictures and notes of, of studying this these new plants and these new herbs on this new planet, right? This, this It's like a whole different world. So there's this picture of this girl, and it says, went missing. And then you're able to visit her room where she was at, right? And then there's like this little door that you open, right? When it's like it's like a doggy door, a little bit bigger, and you open it, and then you look up, and there's a rope where you can climb up. Immersive, man, I'm telling you, interactive. You're reading the notebook. You're looking at all the different posters that are posted on the wall, um, the books that are there, the DVDs that are there. Just it looks like some young girl's fucking room. It's wild. And then we climb up, right? It's kind of eerie because I don't know what the fuck to expect. But we all climb up. And then it has, it like, it's like an, it's an upstairs where there's like an office. And it has all these different rooms. And it has all these different, uh, like it has one room where it's a filing cabinet. And it's keeping all their files. And you're able to look at the computer. It, it, I, I'm not going to walk you guys through everything. But they go into so much detail about this new world and the products they're testing on these people, right? And the way it ties back into the market is wild, right? So when you go and see the whole experience of Omega Mart and this new world, right? You go back into the market, right? To, to walk out. And then you're able to kind of buy certain products and take them, take them with you. Um, but like I sat down on a screen and I watched test trials of this toothpaste being... Um, tested and they sold it in the market right and then there was these chips called happies i think and they made you they made you happy but during the test trials this guy was like fucking losing it when he didn't have them and they sold them in the market so it was showing all these test trials and the crazy ass effects it had on you and you were still able to buy them in the market it's just the, it got me thinking about the world that we live in and what we're buying off the shelves now right without any kind of care like how were these things tested? We really don't know. Yeah, I, I I can go on up for a long time and try to explain this to you, and you guys would just fucking turn off the podcast. So I'm gonna stop right now. But if you guys are in Vegas, check out Area 15, check out the old Mega Mart exhibit. You won't be let down, I assure you. So you're in Vegas, you gotta see Mystere. You gotta go eat at um. The fuck that was it. Demonicos. So you got to eat at Demonicos. You got to watch Mystere. You got to go to the Omega Mart exhibit uh, put together by Meow Wolf. And I guarantee you, you won't have a bad time. The last night that we were there, we did some gambling. I lost 100 bucks on the slots. I won it back by playing blackjack. What a fucking rush to sit down at a table again. I haven't fucking gambled in such a long time. I used to play Baccarat. That game's to 8 or 9. You bet on the player of the house to win, right? It's just the my heart's pumping fucking adrenaline's running, you try to be cool, ah, blah, 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 and then boom, 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 you know, the hand, the hand, the cards are dealt to you, and you win, and then you win again, and then you lose, and then you start to chase, which is pretty crazy, it's a funny fucking cycle, they get you, man, it's, it's, they get you in Vegas, you can be there forever, and not even know what time it is, um, but all in all, the trip was amazing, I got to see my family, and I really enjoyed that, we were discussing some of my cousins that we should not ever wait this long to reconnect, you know. So that touched me. 
like it really touched my heart when they when she when they said that and you know if you have family and you are able to visit them and you're able to make those trips happen and that's all the family you may have man make that fucking trip life is way too short to be like man i wish i would have november 1st and the second we celebrate dia de los muertos in the you know mexican culture we celebrate the life of the people lost don't wait don't wait for something go and act on those feelings now right so yeah um this whole experience this whole end to my month of october was a beautiful way to end it with people who i loved who we just you know taking a trip with family isn't easy easy either you know it was tough you know we got on each other's nerves people were at wit's end with each other but all in all, we're there to be with each other. And that's the whole beautiful thing, that we put our differences aside to be there for one another. And it was um, a great trip. And I look forward to the many to come. So thank you guys, you know, for for everybody who sacrificed and saved up money for the trip. Because I know it's not easy. You know, I know it's not easy. Right? So see your fucking family is what I'm saying. I do want to give a special shout out to the Fit Boys. They are a... It's like a support group of uh, vintage uh, resellers, collectors, and people who are just really down to earth. And it's a bunch of grown-ass men who have families. Some don't have families. Some have kids. Some don't have kids. But we don't make excuses, right? So we hold each other accountable every single day to try to work out. When I'm having a bad day, I'll tap into the Fit Boy group chat and see where everybody's at. Everybody's getting after it. People aren't feeling good. They have to work out early in the morning or late at night. They have kids to watch, but they're still getting their workout in. No excuses. We're not giving ourselves any excuses, you know, especially as men. I'm not taking away anything from anybody. But as men, you have to be able to take care of a household. You have to be able to keep your fucking shit in order. Right, You have to be able to sharpen your sword. And what does that mean? To be able to take care of your health and your mental and your spiritual. So that's why I say tap into AP Performance Sports, man. Fuck. See how this shit just goes full circle? It's one thing. It's all one thing. We're all humans and we all want to better ourselves every single day. Thank you if you're still here on this 39th minute. I am so happy I took this month off of putting any substances into my body i feel great i feel healthy i'm able to finally sleep well um i don't feel like i need to get high before i do everything that's just me numbing myself you're just numbing yourself quit playing tricks on yourself you can be like ah fuck you Julia. i can handle it blah, blah, blah. if you need to get high every single fucking day think about that what i just said if you need to get high every single fucking day if you need to put a substance in your body every single fucking day, that's it. Think about it. I ain't going to say anymore. I I really appreciate everybody who is listening and who has been supporting me on this little journey for this month. You know, we're going to knock out another month here. Right? We're going to knock out another month here. So let's fucking go, guys. Um, if I do partake in anything, it'll probably be marijuana. And I'll let you guys know because honesty is the best policy, right? Um, Again, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for tapping in, lending your time. Um, One more time, if you guys want to support the podcast, 
go to fullcircleco.shop. That's fullcircleco.shop. And please make sure you're going to um, appperformancesports.com um, as well. That'll take you to the to the links where you can tap in with my boy. I think he's just asking for donations if you guys want to better your life. All right? We ain't playing, man. We're getting too old to fucking play games. So with that being said, spread the peace and the love. Have a great rest of your day. I'm out.